Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strip Sideways. I am your host, Sara Ranguni, and today we're going to do something different. It's called Monday Check-Ins. I was really inspired by my own personal experience this past weekend. I was feeling really burnt out. I was feeling exhausted. It was only Saturday, and I was totally not looking forward to Monday. And I said to myself, how can I change this? How can I change this feeling um, where I can start looking forward to Monday? And what I realized quickly was I have this long list that just keeps getting longer of things to do. And I sometimes spend more time thinking about doing it than actually doing something about it. So I decided to set some micro goals for myself. It wasn't insanely huge, but the idea was trying to create goals that did not overwhelm me. Studies have shown that goal setting helps with improving motivation. It really gives you something to look forward to. Frank Small, a psychologist from the University of Washington, he created this framework called ABC, Achievable, Believable, Committed. Now, I know a lot of people talk about the SMART action plan. It's the specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound goals. Um, for me, it's very overwhelming to think about that with my micro goals. I think it's great for bigger goals. So today, I'm really focusing on those micro goals. And for anyone who's struggling on their Monday and trying to figure out how they're going to get through everything and still be able to go to work or still be able to be there for their kids um, or whatever that might be, this episode is for you. So I usually... Instead of starting with achievable, I actually start with believable because I have this huge issue of choosing goals that are way too big to actually accomplish even in a few days. It's almost like I set myself up to fail before I even start. So believable to me was really important and it's really the worst way to start your week when you set up goals for yourself that usually are too big to handle you know it's too big and you know you can't handle it for the week but you still do it anyways so for example for me the summer is coming I really want to start being more fit I want to eat healthier I mean we all want to look good in the summer so what I did was instead of saying okay I'm going to lose a bunch of weight or I'm going to eat healthy or I'm going to work out um, and I'm going to all do it in one moment I broke that big goal up into smaller parts so this last week, what I did, I did three different things. I said to myself, I want to start eating healthy. I want to start working out. And I really want to start staying committed to doing this every day. So first, the smaller goal was staying away from food that I know bloats me. I love pasta. I love sweet stuff. I love soda. So as much as I love them, those are things I have to stay away from. And I decided before Monday comes around, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy myself healthy snacks that I can enjoy. So for me, that was either brie or blueberries, hummus, like whatever that is for you. And I put them in my fridge, not in any particular fancy way, because that to me is another level of pressure. I used to do this horrible thing where things had to look a certain way in my fridge in order for me to feel motivate to, motivated to even you know, eat them or, or feel motivated to um, 
grab them on a daily. And it really, I almost set myself up there as well. But if you're someone who gravitates to that and it works for you, definitely go for that. So Monday rolls around, I have zero excuse to eating junk food. That's not to say I don't have junk food in my pantry. I've tried the cold turkey way of no junk food in the house. It doesn't work for me. I end up binging a few weeks later. Um, I find it more effective for myself. When I do have junk food in the pantry, they're almost like an emergency stash. And I actually stay away from them a lot longer than I would not having anything in my house, if that makes any sense. So that's number one. Number two, working out. I am someone who loves to say, I need to work out, I need to work out. But thinking about doing it, waking up that morning, putting on my shoes, my workout clothes, it can be a big pain. So I decided to pick an activity that was fun for me, like biking. The weather in Toronto is finally getting better. So I thought, okay, let me start. And I haven't worked out in a really, really long time. Um, winter in Toronto is horrible. You're A lot of the times you're stuck in the house and I am not that person who can easily work out inside. Um, and because of COVID, you know, it, there's so many restrictions on where you can go. So I decided to just even say to myself, if it's a five minute bike ride, and that's all it is the first day, that's okay. There's nothing to feel ashamed about that. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. The second day, the third day, I'm in my fifth, actually in my seventh day now, and I'm able to bike ride around 20 minutes. Now, I stop many times in those 20 minutes, and I need to catch my breath. But again, I give myself that grace period and tell myself it's okay if I didn't get it right like if I'm not, if I'm stopping, hopefully in the next few weeks, I will be able to power through this bike ride without even catching a, like a second breath. Um, this way I feel really accomplished. I come home, I feel like a million bucks. I know it's just a bike ride, but I'm like, woohoo, I did it. And it really sets me up for the entire day. And it makes me realize that, hey, this is, this was believable and now it's achievable. Now, sometimes we all don't have that time on a Sunday to create that list. So you could even do it every night before you sleep. And I do that too. I have these really cute, fancy pads I got from Amazon. I'll include the link um, in the description. For me, that is kind of what drives me to, to write in my little notepad and, and be like, okay, these are the things I want to accomplish. And what's great about writing them down, it's almost like this confirmation you've given yourself that you can't really back away from. I don't know, there's something about writing it down that kind of etches in your head, in your mind. So another one thing I added to my week was telling myself I'm gonna have at least a smoothie and or a salad every single day. And that was a believable goal because if I was home or not home, I knew that I could grab those two items wherever I was, um, somewhere along my journey while I'm in the car or I'm doing errands. And that's exactly what happened. Um, so that's just, I know that sounds really mundane and it's like, oh my God, Sarah, like this seems so simple. But for me and for a lot of people out there who are struggling with these smaller goals, it really makes a difference when you plan it out. It almost becomes part of your day, this ritual you do every day. Um, now staying committed 
is the harder part to me when it comes to goal setting. I think a lot of people have that challenge where they know all the things they need to do, but it's really, really hard to stay committed to it. So I started writing down things in my calendar and I started giving myself phone alerts and I broke it up throughout the day. So the night before I would be like, okay, at 1130, I'm going to do a check-in with myself and say, hey, did you have that smoothie? Or at 3 p.m., a reminder that I need to start eating that salad. I know that sounds so silly, but, and sometimes I would even leave like a voice memo um, to myself uh, just to remind myself. But what ends up happening is after a few days, you don't really need the reminders as much because it's almost, again, etched in your mind. And it helps you stay committed to the things that really are important to you. For me, one of the biggest problems I always had was um, errands, like to-do lists, for example. So canceling a subscription or following up with something or another that doesn't have to do with work, but more maybe just household stuff, um, housekeeping stuff. And yesterday, I was so happy because instead of, I, I found out there was a subscription, I had not canceled and usually uh, because my day is filled with so many different things I usually put that off and then I wait to the very last minute sometimes it's too late and I and I don't end you know canceling something or whatever it might be and paying like a penalty for it but this time around I'm like no I am going to cancel this um, it took me 30 minutes but when I accomplished it it actually was easier for me to prioritize the next housekeeping item on my list and um, because I felt more motivated I felt like I could do it so that is one way to stay committed and whether it be exercising or eating healthy or taking those supplements um, even content creating whatever that might be these are things these are little things that can really help you with scheduling along with the believable goals and then making that achievable I remember hearing Tony Robbins once say, setting goals is the first step from turning the invisible to visible. I firmly believe that. And let me tell you, it takes a very long time to get this right. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication. I think first and foremost, before you tackle that framework or you read that book, you really need to have that intention inside you telling yourself, I want to do this. There needs to be intention of wanting to change certain parts of your life or your lifestyle before anything can work. And once you stay committed and you even use that ABC methods for those micro goals, it starts becoming a habit. It's like brushing your teeth or taking a shower, um, eating your meals. I mean, you need to nourish your body. You need to nourish your mind, your soul. And these are ways that you can do that throughout your day where you, at the end of the night, you're not feeling like a robot, um, a robot to your job, a robot to your kids, a robot to whatever that commitment you have. You actually feel like you've prioritized yourself in some way. And that in itself creates a different level of um, a different mindset. And it helps you the next day when you want to accomplish your, the rest of your goals for that week. Now, this plan isn't for everyone, but I can tell you it's definitely something that tightens up your day. It creates more space because instead of thinking 
and overthinking about all the things you need to do or you haven't done, your, your mind's a little bit more clear because you've compartmentalized a lot of the things that you're doing throughout the day and you've made them believable and achievable that staying committed to it is not as hard. I say try doing this for two weeks. Give yourself a grace period. It can take two weeks. It could take four weeks. But don't beat yourself up if you don't get through all of them or if you stumble throughout the week. Just remember each day that you're given is a new opportunity to start new, to start to have another chance to doing it right. And if you're someone who struggles with goal setting and you feel like you do more planning than actually doing, this method will work for you. I hope that this helps you. Please leave a comment or a question below. I'm still a work in progress, but I would love to hear your journey and how this was helpful for you. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope you have an amazing week. I hope your Monday turns out just as fabulous as you are. And I'll see you guys next episode.